This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a Premier League lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So, the only thing left to say is, you in, you Reds? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards, points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Opening up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Hey, electrical contractors. I'm Matt from ABB. Are rising costs and product delays keeping you up at night? We can help you contractor better. ABB's contractor resources are designed to help you increase productivity and profitability on your commercial construction projects. Check out Contractor Better today. Visit go.abb/contractorbetter.
confidence is a preference for the habitual voyeur of what is known as A morning suit can be avoided if you take a route straight through what is known as John's got brewers through, he gets intimidated by the dirty pigeons They love a bit of him Who's that gut lord marching? You should cut down on your pork life mate, get some exercise Except on Wednesdays when I get rudely awakened by the dustman. I put my trousers on, have a cup of tea, and I think about leaving the house. I feed the pigeons, I sometimes feed the sparrows too. It gives me a sense of enormous well-being. And then I'm happy for the rest of the day. Safe in the knowledge there will always be a bit of my heart devoted to it. We're back on the Red Report on the Vibe. Interesting stat unearthed during the break. Uh, aside from the cup games, Carlo, and uh, the FA, include the FA Cup in that as well, and the Checker Trade Trophy competition. 29th of October, 27. 27th of October, the last time a non-striker scored for Barnsley. That's alarming, isn't it? Well, I think it is, because I think part of our gameplay has always been having those... Yeah, I don't want to go back, but you know, having no hurrying like type figures, which in fairness, Mowat, Dougal, you know, we thought we had a Mowat, Dougal, Moncur, um, that could drive forward from the midfield and chip in with goals. 27th of October, I think that says a lot about, you know, maybe where we're lacking at the moment. I think we've got the players, but either the system or, or whatever is, is, you know, they're obviously not. You know, they're not scoring other, and that's um, yeah. So then, if you think Woodrow, because Woodrow was injured for a, a long time after signing time, the club, yeah. 
we were heavily, de- uh, you know, um, depending on more, but people chipped in since then. No, because like we said, Mo had scored that one. Yeah. The, was it the two before we lost? Yeah. So, you know, two games and before. I think the one before right. that, I think, is when Dougal went off. That would have been Peterborough one, I think, where Dougal went off. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying we're a one man team, but I think if, if you look at the stats and you put them on the graph, it started going down or goal scored when when he went injured. Yeah, he's, he's, we, we, we spoke about that off air, didn't we? Because we. We spoke about being thin on ground and we were discussing players who we've, we've missed who have been out injured and we couldn't actually come up with players, could we? The, the main one is, is Kenny Dougal and he's obviously the Instagrams that he's been putting out. He's, he's back on the grass as, as they say in the uh, professional football game. Yeah. He's, he's, he's been very much missed but he's going to take a lot of time to get up to speed, isn't he? Considering the injury that he had. Exactly, exactly. And then you, you, you have to... Without finger point, you have to look at the players that have taken over that position. Mm-hmm. So you look at a McGeehan, who's again hot and cold. He's had some matches where you think it's just not happened. But then a couple of weeks ago, when we won, he was involved in every yeah. you know assist for you know. So that consistency is not there. George Munker, when George Munker's got that ball driving forward, nobody can get it off him. It's no. just not happening often enough for whatever reason. And I know he don't start very often, and it's hard to you know to. to to get a role, you know, to get a role of, of, of goals or performances going when when you don't start regularly. Mm-hmm. But then you'd also like to think because the training, in, in, you know, throughout the week, that when you do get a chance, that you show them, you know, why you should be playing. And I, I, I love, listen, I love George Munker a lot, but it's it's just not consistent enough. And I, I think the same has been, you know, McGeehan's been the same. And in fairness, Mowat's a decent player, but Mowat's been quiet. Yeah. And I think our whole midfield, and and you know. Um, can you remember years and years ago, uh, God rest his soul, Patrick Ryan spoke about a vision for Barnsley of an attacking team mm-hmm. with wide players moving forward, chipping balls in for strikers to head and volley and blah, blah, blah. And I think up front, Woodrow and Moore should be one of the best strike partnerships in this division. I think you'd find it very hard to top them. Oh, you see some... Uh people put on Twitter top league one strikers and they put like Ivan Tony I did a key for one you just you pull your hair out looking at it but you'd be very hard pressed to find yeah. a better a strike partnership when they're both playing and, and firing on all cylinders and we were saying I can remember sitting here early in the season saying our midfield has to be one of the best and I think that's where we, we've we've lost it a little bit because I don't think our midfield has been that impressive of late and that's where the game's lost and, you know, won and lost yeah. in the end isn't it yeah, I mean, you know, you look at the, um, I think you're saying there, the, the, the certain players that we're looking at now and looking at the fact that we don't think that they're earning a shirt. As supporters, though, are we guilty of roasting to glasses when the team's playing when they're, well and they're unbeaten into, what was it, October? You know, you, you look at a team that's not losing games. We thought everybody was playing well. Every, everybody was guilty of it. But now you see... You sit back and watch after a defeat and a couple of poor performances, you start picking out certain individuals. As supporters, we're very guilty of that, aren't we? But then, do defeats give you the option to look at things a bit more openly? I think as a defeat, what you do is you look at why you lost the match. And if, let's say, it was a certain player that was underperforming and had goals in, then you can say, you know, that's, that's the problem. We, was on that, we were on that run where we weren't losing. And I remember going away to Peterborough, and, we, and, and, and that was, you know, a big game. Besides our history of Peter with the Huddersfield game all those yeah. years ago, blah, blah, blah. We, we, we went there 4-0 and, and you get that confidence. Then you lose one, Coventry, and you think, right, okay, you know, it can happen, can it? You know what I mean? It's nothing he's winning, drawing. I think now the problem is that we're not scoring as many goals. That That is a key point, isn't it? People ask that on Twitter. The goal scoring stopped them, but we, we can't 
stop conceding as it, well. It's so. only a couple of weeks ago we were sat here and more at six and six and Woodrow at yes. five and five. And then only a couple of weeks have you know passed since. But when you then you then put everything together and you look at a midfield that's not chipping in with goals, you look at strikers that are maybe not getting the opportunities or the service to score. Yeah. Um, and then you know we're going into a period now where um, because of the Christmas period, you know. I, I, a lot of matches in a short period of time kind of thing. Then early January, you've got the the, the FA Cup uh, away at Burnley. And I think January has to be a very important month. And I personally would be very disappointed as a fan of the club if we didn't spend any money and bring at least three players in. Three, yeah. You're not looking at loan players, are you? Surely the opportunity at Barnsley to pay a better wage... Obviously, you don't break FFP. We, we know that. We don't do that as a club. But there's an opportunity, I think, at Barnsley to look at the better performers in the division, offer them a better wage and, and possibly pay a bit of cash. It's whether those clubs are willing to sell, though, because you, to get out of this division, you're not going to go down to League 2, are you, and, and try and cherry-pick a no, player from there? No, no, no. Not, at, not in this situation, surely not. You've saw, got to look at the better players of, of the division, haven't you? I, I, I saw somebody put on Twitter, you know, once, or Facebook, whatever. I want some realistic names. Nobody could come up with one. The only one that I could think of, and it's not just because of that one performance, because, as sad as I am, I've actually been on YouTube and I have looked, and that was, and, and Mr. Hospital Radio commentator next to me will know, uh, the winger, Man City, on the 21s that we played. You know, the really fast one, number oh, yeah. three or whatever he was. Yeah. That's the sort of player, Manchester City, he plays for the under-21s. Yep. He looked more than League One standard. Mm-hmm. And just to say, I, I don't like loan players, but I'd be more than happy to have him for six months just to help us out. Because I think he, he typifies what we want to do, use space, yep. you know. I think he'll he'll be able to not only contribute goals but put balls in as well. Whether we would let him go out alone is a completely different matter. We should have a good relationship with Paul Larsley, you know, and, oh, and yeah. Man City because of the whole John Stones thing, everything else. Um, but no, if if you want players, then you're looking to me at at academy players or championship players that are not getting a regular run. Yeah, and, and there are some. I'm not, I'm not being funny, um, and you know, might get shot, but. You know, if, if Woodrow, if there is injury worries or TM's not really doing much, you know, there's a certain, I'm going to get shot on social media, but there's a certain player that left us to go to Sheffield Wednesday that was an ugly type of striker. And I know everything that happened all well, but if Sam Winnell was available, I'd give it a serious you, thought. You would, but it, that would have to be a loan deal, though. There's no way the club are going to oh, pay. No, 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 but that's what yeah. I mean. It's oh, I agree with you. Like no, I, I totally and, agree with you. And, and go back to what we were good what we were good at early on in the season, yeah. and when we played with three up front, because you had Tiam on one side, you had Moore, and you had Bradshaw, and it just worked, and it started going, not wrong, because when Bradshaw went, obviously Woodrow could have played, and then we had to adjust and everything else. But I think if we go back to three pacey good strikers up front, you know. You've just set a bell off in my head though about Bradshaw because people are quick to tweet him and say, still no goals, Tom, still no goals at Millwall, thanks for money, thanks for this. He was doing a lot of hard work in those first few games for Barnsley up front and I think he oh, yeah. epitomised everything that was good about the side. People are quick to forget that. We've lost that, haven't we, since Bradshaw went? Mm, completely. He, yeah. if, if you look at, um, it's something you don't have to do with now, let's have a look for next week where our goals have come from and I, my 
I would say that sixty percent of our goals come from set pieces, free kicks, and corners. yes, they have. Yeah, yeah they we have. don't tend to outplay, or we we don't really seem to have a striker except for Woodrow. I can remember that will go past two. Oh, sorry, Tiam early on in the season went past two, five. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, we don't see that no more. I, we're almost relying on set pieces, aren't we? Yeah. Before that, the hard work of a centre forward that was in and around more he, he, that, that created a space for a Tiam, didn't Brad it? Shaw we, took the yeah, ball he did, and, and, and created a gap for more to profit from. He certainly did. Um, you mentioned there, obviously, the January transfer window's coming up. What's what's baffled me a bit is there's been no names banded about. As you get to this time of the year, and there's normally players that names are thrown around. There's there's rumours, and there's this player could be coming, that player could be leaving. This there's nothing, is there? It, no, it's, 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 it's a strange time, isn't it? It, it is. I, I, I think you need to credit the club for that because they want to do their business in private. And, and it still gets problem. leaked, though, mate. Look at this time last year. We knew that what players were coming in in, in January. We knew we were going to be injured in January. We knew yeah, we knew I a think, lot. And it's, I, I it's think with these new owners and 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 and, and I just I just think they want to do it under quiet because the last thing you want is bending name about and that person yeah. changed their mind the way of the M1. Um, so we can only hope that they've got targets in mind. You can only hope that if a fax machine is being used to make sure it works yeah. and everything goes right. And um, and I suppose the discussion is then what positions are you looking at? And I, I can't help but think that wide... Uh, I'm going to be shipping some wide players out as well because I think Isgrove... I said jokingly off air, me and Kyle and yourself would get a game out of Isgrove at the minute. That's not a slant on Isgrove. That's the management team. Yeah. They don't seem to fancy him, do they? I, I don't think they do. I think he's play, been plagued by injuries. It's not like that time he had with us before, albeit in the same division. Um... I think Jared Bird might go out alone because in centre yep. centre midfield he's, he's 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 and he's a good player when I've seen him. But I think there's other players just at least three or four in front of him. So if he wants regular football, and he'll probably he might do all right in like a you know like a League Two type situation, would at least get the game time to develop his game because he, he can't really do it because playing with no. the under twenty threes is not gonna get you ready or the skills to play in League One. It's too much pop and crisp football, isn't it? To be fair for him nowadays, yeah, so the, think, the reserve yeah, team football's I, I, dead. I think he's one for the future. When we've seen him at the, um, and I know again it's checker trade, but you know, look at some of these Man City players. You know, in a few years' time, they'll be big money players in the Premier League or, or wherever else. Um, and Jadabert, I thought, it, I thought he did great. You know, Kyle's news was broke that. Uh, you know, Jacob Brown side contract till is twenty twenty one, Yeah. So yeah. it's another year on top of his year that he had left then. Yeah. And I don't know if that means that now that we've tied him into a contract, maybe you know, are they looking maybe for him to go alone and and, and prove and and develop because he's in and out of the side. And and, and he said in the press conference a couple of weeks ago, he'll go in goal if he needs to. He just wants to play. Fantastic attitude, but it don't help us, does it? No, we it doesn't. Need league not strikers all. or league one defenders. And I, I don't, I can't think of many teams that can say when well, you've got somebody on the bench, well, he can play up front or at back. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, no, I know what I'm you're saying. For total Dutch football, sexy football, where every player and they still do it in all that now. If you go to a junior football team, you say, I want to be a striker. Okay, kid, but we're also going to look at a central midfielder or a winger because you you can only play in at least two positions. Yeah, except for me, I could play in none. But. I, I, with Jacob Brown, I think they just need to focus. If he's a natural striker, and I think with his posture, good on the ball, give him some regular game time, let him help a, a club out, you know, yeah. whatever that might be. And and he's asked fantastic news. Yeah, I just hope more follows in in January. Is it just a shame that the Grove thing back on Lloyd that he it, it hasn't worked out for him? Because it was sort of the signing that Eckingbottom made last summer to 
maybe get a, a few fans on board who've been disappointed with the because we had a lot of signings come in. Some people scratched their heads at some of them that summer, didn't they? But Lloyd Isgrove comes in with all the fanfare from a year before. It's just it hasn't worked out at all, has it? But he's, he's, at I all. don't think he's played three games in a row, has he? No, he's not played two. I don't think, to no. be honest, he, um, he'd be I, pushed you know, at that. I had, I had visions um, when we when we were relegated. I sort of had vision thinking, you know, Amel down one side, Isgrove down the other. They're going to tear this league up, them two. You know, with the pace and everything. Oh yeah, and, and the, yeah, and totally agree. As it turns out, you know. Um, so I think the uh, Hedges has been unlucky because he's not really been in the side. When I've seen him, I've I've, I've, I've been impressed. Um, because I feel at times that I, I, I will score more if there's a better service because we don't seem to get that. With Tiam on that wing, you know, again, hot and cold, scores fantastic goals early in the season. You think this could be a season and then he's quiet for a few weeks, then he comes on and scores another one. But you, you can't rely you can't rely on a Tiam like you can on a uh, Kiefer Moore or a Coley Woodrow. No, I mean, when you look at January then, Carlo, what's key? It's strength in depth or, or added quality to push Barnsley further up the table? Um, we we need quality to 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 you know to, to, yeah to climb further up the table to go up, um, but I think bringing some players in that can compete and make our players better because I think the I, I, I'm I'm worried I suppose at times right Coley Woodrow and Akifa Moore fantastic players love yep. them to bits oh yeah how much competition have they got none the zero mm. so centre midfield it's probably a bit more competition when you've got Monker. Uh, Monker, Mowat, McGeehan, Bird, Dougal, Bird, well, Dougal's out. Potts. So when they're all there, Potts. Yeah, Potts. I prefer. I love the song. I prefer Potts in central midfield, driving forward, whichever position. Because I, I don't know. I just think he's got that engine, and, and we need something. We need a leader, and we need a heartbeat in the central midfield. And there's that much swapping and changing that it's almost at times we we look like. I don't know. We've just been patched up, if you know what I mean. Yeah, we've definitely been patched up. And I think you mentioned th- that influx of midfielders that we have got in central midfield there for Barnsley. The, the fact is that the two lads that were getting picked every week were getting pushed from the sidelines, but they were the outstanding two. Whereas you look at the centre forwards, they're the outstanding two. By default, the very good players, but by default, they're the outstanding two and the two that get picked because the, there isn't. There's not. There isn't. You, you wouldn't say if the players were in. If the players weren't injured, you wouldn't say I'm going to pull Corley out and play Jacob Brown, or I'm going to pull Corley out and play Victor Adebayo because it's not fathomable, is it? That? No. I, 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 the feeling I have is that if if Kiefer Moore and Woodrow give eighty percent of training, they'd still be first on the team sheet because I don't. I think the competition is just too far behind. Yeah. They're not as consistent. As, well, those two are. I think in midfield, um, when Dougal was playing, things seemed to drop into place a lot more. Firefighter, mate, it, it, that's what it was. If he fought so many fires in midfield. I think if, if you had a Potts and a Dougal in the centre of midfield, with maybe, you know, whichever. Well, I'd play Potts, Edder, Mowat, and Dougal. He'd be, he'd, be in the, he'd be in the hole with Potts, but. Cause that's a three there. You've got. That's three different players completely, by the way. You've got the, you've got the driver Potts, you've got the. The ability to put out anything yeah. with Kenny Dougal. Not lo- not a lot of Kenny's passes go forward, by the way. A lot of them are sideways, but they, they restart something, and I think that's what his game is. He's yeah. dropping in that hole, picking the ball up, restarting, and then Mowat's got the vision, and I think as a three, that really works. It, it, well, it did. But he I wants to play two up front I, when I, both I, lads are fit, so then you've got the, the decision of you, he's only going to play 4-4-2, four, four, and I think that is it's very stringent from the manager. That seems to be, Carlo... 
for me, what he wants to play when everybody's fit. Yeah, completely. I, I, I just think, going back to Dougal, a pass sideways has to be better than yes. now trying mm-hmm. to head it out and pass it to their defence for them to come at us. So... Um, it, it's that bit of intelligence mm-hmm. that sometimes you know when we talked last year about Amati James yeah. that sort of Dougal was almost turning into early days but somebody just just a couple of notches above what we had in midfield I think Mowat stepped up and, and you know Mowat would for me be um, one of the first names on the team sheet after you've put the two strikers on um, and the only other thing and you know we're not going to talk about it because we do it every week is leadership I, 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 I see especially when things are not going well there's a distinct lack of leadership on the pitch. Certainly, as I saw a Barmy comment on Twitter before before we head into the break, I'll say that somebody said, Matty James in on loan on January. There's more chance of Kyle refereeing the Champions League final than that happening, that's for certain. The Reds Report on The Vibe. Sponsored by Opium, the number one indie bar in Barnsley. Thank you. 
Vibes Report on The Vibe. Sponsored by Opium, the number one indie bar in Barnsley. We're back on the Reds report. A few uh, tweets coming in from earlier in the week, obviously, about the uh, most outstanding players, etc. Uh, Ryan Ibo says, most outstanding Alex Mauer, without a doubt. Most promising got to be Jacob Brown. Huge future ahead of him and already a quality player in my eyes. Who needs a bit of work? He says, probably Mike Bearer, Kavari and Tiam. All of them seem consistent and some weeks don't look bothered, to be honest. Bit of a bit harsh, that, to be fair. We've got Mike Bearer, didn't we? I mean, yeah. That says a lot, don't it? We've been talking about midfielders and we've not mentioned him. Yeah, you know, uh, Rob Mar says, uh, for me, outstanding player Alex Mowat. He's one th- he did win player of the month three months in a row, didn't he, for Barnsley? Most promising, Jacob Brown. He's put here in brackets, striker converted to attacking fullback. We're not sold on that, are we, Carlo? So we'll just, we'll, we'll, we'll move past that Time one. will tell, won't it? It will tell, and players to book their ideas up George Moncurry flatters to deceive I don't agree with that if I'm perfectly honest I think George on his day probably one of the outstanding players in the division uh, Jamie Wally outstanding Mowat promising Woodrow kick up the backside Mike Bearer I like the lad and I really want him to do well but he just gives away possessions so much it's amazing what you see isn't it because I, d- I didn't think he'd come in for so much stick considering the lad's coming to a, a fresh division Carlo I know I'm, but it, I think some of the criticism is correct but then a couple of weeks ago a bit like McGeehan. He, he was involved in everything. Uh, he, he got his goal. He, yeah, he got the assist. Mm-hmm. And I just I, I, I just think getting used to the English football. He said he's used to it and everything. But I think sure. there's diff, different teams play different styles, different intensity. So I think it, it, I don't, you can't expect somebody who played under 21s in a German, whatever division mm-hmm. it was, yep. to come here and just get straight on it. So, um, But I think he will be a decent addition to the Certainly will. Rachel Maher, outstanding key for more. Promising Jacob Brown, book their ideas up another vote there for George Monker. Chris Ryder's gone Mowat, Brown, and he's gone Kavari, Tiam and Monks. That's the, the three musketeers there appearing again together as a threesome. Uh, Matthew Warren, Mowat by a mile, Brown, Monker, Tiam, Hedges and Isgrove. It's hard to lump Isgrove in there because I've, um, I've seen the Dickie Bird statue more than I've seen Lloyd Isgrove this season. So. Yeah, and he's not being picked, so it's hard to say because I'm, I'm pretty sure he'll train as hard as and if he didn't he'd be well you know you can't go out alone but it'd it, no. be interesting if he if he gets sent out on law maybe there is a player in there but maybe it's about attitude rather than ability yeah Mark Gedney Mowat easily more second but it's not even close Woodrow we're just seeing what he's about and he looks sharp Bearer Stendhal keeps picking him but he's not showing us why he keeps getting a game is that fair? I think Stendhal probably knows Bearer better so we we draw an opinion of what we've seen. Stendhal's worked with him for quite some time and probably knows that he's probably capable of better as well. Um, and if anybody knows the type of football Stendhal wants to play, it, it is Mike Bearer. So um, I, I sort of see where he's coming from. I just think he's putting him in there to have a constant reminder of he wants us to do this, he wants us to do that. But, you know, he's, he's, he's a young lad. I, d- yeah. I don't think he needs... A- necessarily you know kick up his rear end I just think he needs a bit more time to adjust uh, Annie Ellis outstanding Pinnock and Mowat promise both Williams and Brown um, a book of their ideas up Kavari and Davis in brackets poor example of a captain I don't know we just don't think he's the man for the job I don't think he's a poor example I just think that he's not in the right position is he Carlo and, 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 is he experienced enough well it's eight games it's game game time would say I but just, I just think how can he influence a match from, you know, if, if we're going forward or the, the battle's mainly played in midfield, what, what, what can he possibly do? Yeah. I know he does a lot of shouting, but that tends to be when somebody's had a shotty goal that he's had to save. Um, they all do that, don't they, goalkeepers? I, I don't think it's a bad example of a captain because I think he's, you know, he's an half-decent goalie. Yeah. I just think it's their own position to have your yeah. captain at. 
um, you know so yeah Keeney outstanding between Mawat and Pinnock promising Jacob Brown kick up the backside Kavari and then uh, we've got Red 177 Mawat Brown Monker slash Kavari and then um, just having a quick look through it um, somebody said it's a tie between Pinnock and Mawat Woodrow because he's promised he's shown a lot in the, yeah. the games that he's played it's a tie between McGeehan and Davis uh, Mow- uh, Chris Thompson Mawat Brown Kavari it's propping up a lot now isn't it the Kavari the Kavari criticism seems to be uh, very much on the forefront of everybody's minds I think so I think there's a line I think with a title to say that he, he could and he should do better um, that stops at the moment people start calling him names because of the colour of his skin which we referred to a couple of weeks ago oh god yes um, so that, that shouldn't happen no but I think it is I think we see him going forward and we, we see him sliding past players with ease with the ball oh yeah he's a powerful figure but then if, if, if the shot is saved high or wide head seems to go down a bit and, and he doesn't make the same effort to track back as he does to, to go forward no. and as a fan that can be really frustrating Mark Grayson tweeting as we're live on the air he says good win against Pompey will lift all this gloom and doom come on you Reds I think that's quite important and as we as we talk about that we'll just bump into the Pompey preview with Kyle Kyle a defeat for a defeat for Portsmouth on Tuesday evening against Charlton a man sent off but flying iron, they don't usually lose two games in a row, do they, Pompey, these days? Well, no, they've they'd had eight consecutive wins before last night, so that just shows you what they're about. And they've season. done that on the quiet, those eight consecutive wins, haven't they? Because it's not like they've been steamrolling teams. They just they're getting wins, aren't they? They go to Rochdale and did they did they win with a free deflected free kick in the in the last minute and just little things like that, isn't it? With I Portsmouth, think they've been the most consistent team. That's what I was. Yeah, that's, that's the fair play. Long. Yeah, it's a fair play. That difficult team to come to Barnsley Saturday then. Well, yeah, they've well they've lost two all season, so to lose two in a row would, would you know, it would hurt them a lot. To be honest, they've they've not lost on road this season either, so that's another thing. But Barnsley have lost at home, so it's set up to be a good little encounter. You know, when when they play, you could just imagine if we go south now, and let's say they've got a podcast saying all the Barnsley players we need to look out for. They probably say, you know, their, their central defender Ethan Pinnock's half decent. They'd pick Mowat, in, they'd say Kiefer Moore. Moore yeah. Oh, yeah, well, I'm going down the spine. Yeah, so but, I think P- Pinnock, Mowat and Moore. Moore. Who, who are the ones that we ought to look out for or keep an eye out for for, for Portsmouth? Because um, they're absolutely flying, aren't they? Who's goal scorers? Or? Um, Jamal Lowe's their top scorer with eight goals and three assists. Um, he's quite a tricky player to handle, quite attacking. As is Ronan Curtis, who's got seven goals, seven assists, so creates mm. and scores. And I think we all know Brett Pittman from his Ipswich days. He's still alive. <laughs> Brett Pittman, his Bournemouth days. Just yeah. Dropped down the leagues, isn't he? And scoring goals, he's you know he it's like he can cause some problems, like can't he? A young John Parkin, isn't he? You know, what I, mean? <laughs> I think he had a bit, he's a bit more mobile than John, to be honest. <laughs> but um, when you look at Barnsley on Saturday, Kyle, thin on the ground. I think we've just said me and Carlo actually out in the cafeteria, haven't we? That. We are thin on the ground, and it, it only shows when you're losing games, doesn't it? And Barnsley very much need to pick the best eleven that they can because looking at the bench, it would be a struggle if we had to look at the bench, wouldn't it, Saturday? Yeah, I think you know we're all hoping that Woodrow's not seriously injured and he can yeah. play on Saturday. But yeah, best eleven possible, and then comes to bench. You know, I think if we score first, on I think it's crucial we score first. On yeah, can I just have Saturday? two minutes and let's just as a threesome. It's like radio free, so nothing. And can we just have a look? So if you put Davis in goal, because can we just, who would we play? Who would we play? Because let's say Woodrow's fit. 
Who's your back four? Well, Cavari can come back in, can he? And I think he's not going to put. He's not going to pick Young Williams, and I don't see him picking Brown two games in a row at fullback. So I think he got exploited. Friars, Lindsay. Is Pinelos injured? Uh, no, he's, he's he's back again, isn't he? Because he see, this is the thing. You see, I'd flip a coin with them two. Right, personally. So, so let's say Pinelos on one side, Cavari on the other side, yeah. Lindsay and uh, Pinnock in the middle. Midfield though, because that's where your battle is. You're looking at injuries, aren't you? Again, and if it's if if Woodrow's out, then crikey. Yeah, no, let's say Woodrow's fit. Let's say, say, well, say Woodrow's, Woodrow's fit play. then. So, who are you going to play down the middle? And would you go four or would you go three? You, 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 if he's if he's fit, it's two up top with more and Woodrow. There's no right. doubt about that. I think, but then you've got to look at the midfield because right, Tiam's not playing well. So he, he's nine times out of ten he comes in on the left hand side of midfield. But if he doesn't play, who's going to play? Is he, is he going to play Munker there? Because he's done that, hasn't this, he? This is what I mean. This is players, again, though, it's square pegs in round so, holes, so isn't just it? just because he's the youngest, who's your midfield then, Kyle, for Saturday? Who would you play? Well, obviously, Moa in, in centre-mid. Yeah. I think Potts. Potts, because he didn't start on Saturday, but he did come on. Yeah. Um, who's going to play with Moa, though? It's got to be McGeehan, hasn't it? There's nobody else. Yeah, is it? Which means Potts on the wing again, which we've said don't seem to be working, does it? It's a great song, though. It is a great song. I don't think we get the best out of him, though. I, don't, I, don't, I see Potts as a less elegant Conor moving forwards, taking shots. He's probably not the set-piece expert and things like no, that, no, but I not, think no. you need him as a driving force. And if... if so in, in, in perfect, if you'd have dual goal and pots, you'd have a defensive one and an attacking one and you've got the best of both worlds, haven't you? The, the left-hand side of midfield's the worry for Saturday. I don't, I don't, honestly, I don't. Personally, why not put Fries at left-back and put Pinellos at left-hand side? If we're struggling on the left-hand side, Pinellos is very much a modern full-back and I think he gets up and down that line well. And it would add cover for Zeki Fries as well. I think that they're little things that you could look at and they, they, they're not putting it's, they're not putting square pegs in round holes again and, to and use that's that analogy a, that's, that's a, using players up and down that side that's exactly what I meant earlier on when we said about changing things you know Portsmouth wouldn't expect that would they? no exactly and I think if, if you're going to win you need to try everything and you know Pinellos does go up that side anyway mm-hmm. so roles wise yep. defensively wouldn't have been as bad because he'll have Zeki Fryers behind him but it's it's more I suppose helping out in front and providing a service to the strikers. Certainly. So, um, what's your score prediction for Saturday, Kyle? Um, one apiece. Kyle? Uh, Carlo? Ooh, see, I was going to get a score draw. I'll I'll go for 2-2. Two, two. I think Barnsley might just nick it 1-0 and I think that's me. I just want him off the bad run, to be perfectly honest with you. Can you just mention two things we need to mention before we go off there being that long? First of all, if we do lose, I'm blaming um, Andy Asquith and, and, and Tom just because I haven't blamed her for a long time and I know Andy Asquith's listening so hi Andy see you on Saturday and don't forget our evening on the 25th of January the pollsters are ready next week so we're going to plaster the town well not literally but we're going to put polls up um, I'll be plastered in town after I know uh, that uh, obviously we've got um, Bobby Hassel Martin Disco Devaney Goldtig and I with further guests to be announced shortly uh, it's all in aid of the Vibe Community Radio to keep this radio station going <laughs> And of, and, of course, Yorkshire Air Ambulance as well. Tickets are seven quid from the East Dean Workingman's Club or the Manx Sports Bar on Sheffield Road. Speak to Denny Ferrar or speak to Lindsay Smith. Um, if you need a ticket and you can't 
tag it one DM us uh, at the Retro Report underscore on Twitter and we'll put one at the entrance for you. Seven quid, all to charity. Uh, it's sponsored by Opium and by the uh, Barnsley FC Supporters Trust, which means that the uh, the people from Redfern's Bar will be, will be selling alcohol during the evening. So it promises to be a really, really good evening. And seven quid is like a secret centre present, isn't it? Just putting it out there. Get yourselves at the game on Saturday. Get behind the get behind the Reds and Daniel Stendhal's team. Will it be play up Pompey or come on new Reds? We'll find out at quarter five on Saturday. All the best. We'll catch you next week on the Red Report on the Vibe. The Reds Report on the Vibe. Sponsored by Opium, the number one indie bar in Barnsley. Hey, electrical contractors. I'm Matt from ABB. Are rising costs and product delays keeping you up at night? We can help you contractor better. ABB's contractor resources are designed to help you increase productivity and profitability on your commercial construction projects. Check out Contractor Better today. Visit go.abb/contractorbetter. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. It's the 90th minute. All your mates are around. You've got your McDonald's share boxes ready to go. Ian's already got booked for double dipping. And Steve has stolen the last nugget. You're snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? You reds? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com The TalkSport Fan Network. The ultimate on-demand destination for the UK's best fan-led football podcasts. Want barnstorming Barnsley insight, analysis and opinion? Follow the Reds Report podcast on the TalkSport Fan Network. Unbeatable club-dedicated content created by the fans for the fans. Search TalkSport Fan Network.